When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Rat Sound Review. This is album versus album. Hello. 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 <laughs> Can't believe you guys got on board with You like a lot of cheesy stuff. I, I can't even say that because I like some cheesy stuff, too. That's one of the best songs in this What? I was forced to listen to the debut for this album's album, and I was impressed. I feel like the title track is a little weak, honestly. Am I going to get crucified for saying this? No. Please get me off this fucking program. <laughs> Welcome to Album vs. Album. I am the ultimate warrior. The uh, warrior of the ultimates. And who am I with today? Who's got the cat? Meow. What cat? That cat. That. <laughs> and who's that? Me, Bob Johnson, the original drummer from a Baylor right here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Well, welcome. What's up? Rough at first, we had to tie the sticks to her hand. Pause. Put an acorn in her butthole. But that was a whole different, <laughs> whole different thing. Get <laughs> that proper angst. <laughs> <laughs> that's stupid. Speaking of drummers, there's another drummer that's uh, ill. Got ill all of a sudden. I think from uh, Cream. Did you, did you Baker? Baker? Maybe, yeah, I think so. 
He's got to be about 80 by now, too. Yeah. Yeah, I just saw something about him being ill. So. He'll be the next to go. Not jinxing him, but he's old, so. Usually what happens. Kind of surprised. Should have a death pool. Should have a what death pool? Sure. Yeah, we should have a death pool. (laughs) That'd be a fun contest. I've been waiting for Ozzy to go for years, but he's still kicking around. As long as Sharon has money and they can postpone it a little bit, don't expect that to happen anytime soon. Actually, actually, that might not even be the real Ozzy. It could be a clone. It could just be cloning him. There's probably a hologram in development as we speak right now. Oh, I'm sure there is. Anywhere there's money to be made, they will make it. Or at least try to, anyway. I have my notes ready here. What are we doing today? Uh, the police's Zenyatta Mandata versus the Cars Panorama. Both came out in 1980. Both were the band's third albums. Uh, both were made kind of under stressful circumstances. Yeah, they were. I was reading a little bit about the and um, really they're both the last of an era for both bands. You know, after this album, the Police kind of just moved into doing pop specifically, and they started adding in other instruments. I mean, a lot of what they did before this, you know, it had that punk minimalism, but it was reggae influenced too. Right. You know, they did all that shit that they played with just a guitar, a bass, and drums. Might have been a different type of bass or guitar, but yeah, yeah, you could definitely tell that uh, you know this was going to be the last of the uh, reggae kind of stuff. They kind of didn't do it as much on this album as they did on the first one, or the first two. Yeah, I hear a lot more. Uh, with it, so that's good. Yeah, I hear a lot more like kind of ska stuff on this album. Yeah, there is. Yeah, they. But like I said, you know, they kind of dropped that after this. Yeah. And then, uh, and then with the cars, you know, uh, well, they they were always good pop rock, but um, this is definitely the angriest they ever sounded. The most emotional, for sure. You want to start with that one first? We can do the police first. We can do the police first, all right. Okay. We'll do we'll do the good one first. Oh, get the fuck out! Of here. <laughs> it's a good album. I like this one. I'm I'm glad we had an album that I liked this week. At least one of them. Tell us all about it. Uh, obviously the album starts off with a catchy song. What the hell was the name of it? Ah, oh, crap! I forgot. What was Don't the name of that song? Stand so oh, close oh, to me. Yes, yes, that's right. I forgot to write that down. Uh, how you don't remember never mind I have a terrible ter- if I don't write it down I have a terrible memory Johnny I, hates I know it, it in my he head can remember it you don't like that song oh I like that song and one other that's about it for me on that album really yeah wow well yeah I kind of nah I don't really feel the same way I thought I did but then I, when I listened to it a couple times today I'm like nah it's not as bad as I thought it was um I was listening to that song Canary in the Coal Mine. Does that sound like the music is actually sped up a little bit? It does. Like, like, like they did it on the, like the, on the tape machine, like they sped it up. It just sounds very weird. Like they, I, don't, I wouldn't think they would play it originally like that. 
Um, there is a song that I know. Uh, they ended up recording over something else because the uh, place they were recording it at uh, was reusing tapes, and it got mixed up with a Susie and the Banshee song as the backing track, but. <laughs> I can't remember if it's that song or not. Be interesting to know. Yeah. Uh, Stuart Copeland, he's an awesome drummer. I love the way he uses the hi hats in the songs. He he uses it like a like a tom or or a snare drum or something. The way he uh, you know does all the fills on him, that's cool. It's something I can oh, yeah. really never do. I mean, I, I love uh, that in uh, "Driven to Tears." That's yeah. one of their best songs, I think. And he's got a big part to do with it. Yeah. Um, one thing, I, one weird thing I really noticed was uh, there's that weird edit in that song "Man in a Suitcase." It's like around the one minute and twenty one second mark. You can mm-hmm. tell they they edited the song like right there because like the hi hat, the way you hit the hi hat, it sounds like it's too fast. Like you wouldn't do that kind of a fast movement if you have to. You have to really, really listen to it, and it, you'll hear it. Maybe yeah, I, I have notice it more to because. It again. Yeah, definitely listen to it and see if you hear what I hear because uh, I had listened to it a couple times and it sounded like off to me. And I definitely can hear it. It's like edited, which, you know, back then they're on tape, so you got to be like precise. And I can imagine how much of a pain ass that was, you know? Not like nowadays, you do everything on a computer and it's just like, you know. Right. Uh, but either way, it's a cool song. Um,. I don't like the songs that seem like they're just like on a constant loop, like Shadows in the Rain and Voices in My Head and Behind the Camel or Behind My Camel. Behind though, My Camel. Yeah. yeah and, and so I was they, looking, that song won a Grammy. I was just going to say, I was looking up the info about this album, and how did that song win a Grammy? It's just the instrumental. It's not even that good. I like it. I think it's cool. Sounds Egyptian. It's pretty fucking yeah. wild. Um that is also, I believe, the only police song that Sting does not play on at all. Really? Really? Yep. Yeah, that is Andy Summers' first solo composition on his own. And uh, he loved it. Producer loved it. Copeland loved it. Sting hated it. He hated it so much one day when they were recording the album, he took the master tape and buried it behind the uh, studio. <laughs> um, so between the back and forth between him and Andy, Andy ended up naming the song Behind My Camel, because what do you find behind a camel? A monumental pile of shit. (laughs) (laughs) The British are weird, but they're funny. (laughs) That's actually a pretty cool story. Um, This parrot is deceased! (laughs) (laughs) But, um... Yeah, I can I can see how people don't like it. It does get a little samey, but I think it sounds cool and uh, different yeah. on the album. Yeah, the song "Voices," no "Shadows in the Rain." That I, that one I couldn't stand at all. He was just like yelling, you know, in like the background. Yeah, I I'm not a big fan of that particular song either. Yeah, yeah but. This uh, th- this really isn't their best record. I mean, there's a right. lot of so- songs on it I-, I like a lot, like uh, Driven to Tears and When the World is Running Down are two of their best songs, I think. But um, And, you know, Don't Stand So Close to Me and Da-do-do-do-da-da-da-da. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. I like that one. Exactly. Bombs Away is a good one. When the World's Running Down is cool. Drive to Tears, they're all good songs. 
I don't like how the album ends on an instrumental, though. I think that's like a pretty shitty way to end the album. Because it wasn't even really a good uh, it instrumental. I thought it fit. It wasn't too bad. I don't know. I was hoping there was another song to end that, but whatever. What about you, Saxon? I listened to this album, I don't know, two hours ago. And I just kept thinking to myself, what the fuck? Why is this band such a big deal to people? I don't get it. I, I like two either. songs on it. And the, these two songs that were, were the hits are the ones I like because they bring me back to 1980 or 81, you know, and pop radio when I was a little tiny child. And, uh, you know, get my first girlfriend, Don't Stand So Close to Me, was on the radio, that kind of thing. But uh, right. the rest of them just kind of blend together. I don't find anything all that original about them. Give me the Clash any day. All right. Another band I never got into. That's my two cents. Two cents. Um, you want to change I, li- I like it. Um, like I said, it's not my favorite from them, but uh, this was actually the first CD I ever had. Uh, <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah. Um, and I still have it somewhere. I just couldn't find the damn thing. So all I got with me is the Cars record. But anyway, I like it a lot. It's got some of my favorite police songs on it. Um, I don't think this one is written as well as the first two. And reading about how it was written and recorded, they wrote it on tour for Regatta de Blanc. And they had to finish recording this in one night and then go out on a world tour the next day. So there's a couple songs on this, like Voices in My Head and Bombs Away, that just feel like filler songs. Mm. And I think they were. The band members, you know, they didn't even really care for the record. That's why they re-recorded and re-released the two singles in 86. How close were they to the original versions? They're much poppier. Oh, yeah? I, I don't really care for them, <laughs> especially the uh, the production on them. The original songs are much better. Yeah, that's usually how it works. Mm-hmm. The only reason why I got into the police is because I won tickets to go see their um, reunion tour. Mm-hmm. Not not the one back in the 90s, but the one in like the 2000s. They played at uh, Giant Stadium. Probably was, sold out in an hour, huh? Completely sold out. I was surprised. Yeah. I, I I was going to work, and they did a contest on the radio, and I'd never listened to the radio on the way to work. I just happened to that day, and I called in and got in on the right time. That was pretty cool. Good show, good show. And I've been a fan ever since. I never really cared for them before that, but seeing them play and, and then just hearing the songs and reminding me that, you know, I do like some songs. I, I really enjoy them. Um, I've always really enjoyed them, mostly the first three albums. Like I, I said, like, even though there's filler tracks on this, I still have listened to this album. I like the, um, I like the last album. Synchronicity? Synchronicity? No. I've never owned that, as long as thought, I've been alive. I can't stand I the, fucking every breath she takes, kills me. I thought the last um, album was the other that, one. That, the that black has album. one song on it I really like, uh, wrapped around my finger, that, that, that's a good song from them. But other than that, that album is I'm, just... I'm no thinking of the, the one before that I'm thinking of. Ghost in the Machine? Yes, yes. Yeah, that's not their last one. Synchronicity was their last one. Yeah, sorry. 
I didn't say Boy I was to go out on top, though. Let me tell you. I mean, they were the biggest band. Oh, yeah. Ever. They said, ah, fuck it, we're done. Yeah. A lot of hits yeah, on that. Clash. The Clash's biggest album was Combat Rock, and they said, fuck it. They're in that tour, so. It's the best way to do it. You can't, you don't think you're going to top your best album. You know, why continue? Well, they are all, the three <laughs> of them also hated the sight of each other by then, so. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys ever get into Sting solo stuff? Nah. Melissa, was, Melissa yeah. went and saw him with Peter Gabriel, and they did each other's songs. And she said it was the best concert she's ever seen in her life. They did each other's songs? Yeah. Uh, Sting did Peter Gabriel songs, and Peter Gabriel did Sting songs. Really? Yeah. That must have been pretty cool. I guess. You don't like Peter Gabriel? I like Peter Gabriel. I like Peter Gabriel a lot. Yeah, he's got some good shit. Which, as another thing, I, I I didn't like him back in the day when I was younger, and started getting to him when I got into Genesis. <laughs> the fuck was that? Somebody coughing. Um, yeah, I know. I like scattered. Came out of nowhere from both of them, but I'm not huge fans of either yeah. one. Yeah, I, I I have his albums, but you know I don't like you know a specific album. I like certain songs. All right, the cars, Panorama. Panorama, yes. I'm gonna let much better album. I'm gonna let you guys start first because uh, move it over to the other side because nobody can see that. Other way. Keep going. There you go. It's a terrible album cover, by the way. <laughs> Why don't they have a, a cover of like a panorama picture? What the hell is that gonna do with a panorama? They're the cars, man. It's a, checkered it's a flag. fucking Finnish flag. Yeah, but it's not panoramic. It looks cool. Stop being a nerd. <laughs> Just go with it. <laughs> I don't understand why it's called panorama then. No reason? Well, I don't know why it's named that, but no, they don't name albums after the album cover all the time. Get real. Uh, well, they don't name them after the album cover because yeah. usually the album cover comes after the album title, and then usually when you have the album title, you kind of make a album cover to go along with that title. Yeah, not always though. Hey, Some hey, bubbles go ape. Yeah, so there is bubbles on the punk on the front cover and an ape. Oh, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say that because I hate that. Album. Well, there's <laughs> not a fucking chameleon on the front of chameleon if you want to go. Yeah, that but way. it's a rainbow color. Yeah, it's colors. I get, I get that. Yeah, makes sense. Yet you can't associate a checkered flag with a car. No, because that that's like <laughs> that's like I know with a car, yes, but not with a panorama. I can see race car track. Call the name. Call the album race car track. A race track or something. <clears throat> I had a cat named Pop Car one time. Oh yeah, and she didn't have a tail. <laughs> That's that's all. Where's your Who's uncle? Who's going? Who's going first? Go ahead. Go Johnny first. can go first. He's he's all fired up. All right, all fired he's up. All, he's uh, all fired. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's another car reference, huh? Uh, I I like every song on this album. I like pretty much <laughs> what every song through this album actually. Um, yeah. They they didn't have a bad song on the first three albums, so um, 
My favorite is probably Don't Tell Me No, which is a cool song. It's got a nice vibe to it. Yeah. Um, Running to You is is a fucking classic. Um, Yeah, I just love, like, every song on here. I really do. I thought Elliot Easton was probably one of the most underrated guitarists of all time. Yeah, I agree. And uh, Greg Hawks does great keyboard and synth work on this, too. I mean, you know, um, this is my favorite album from them because, um, you know, the first two are great. All three of them, you know, there's not a bad song on them. They're kind of almost inseparable in my mind. But um, this is definitely my favorite. You know, this came at a time where even though they kind of exploded out of the gate and were hugely popular, uh, they started taking a lot of critical barbs and, you know, people kind of started telling them how they should sound. And it really pissed them off. So they decided to dark and synth it up as much as they could and released a really cold revenge album almost. And it is just totally, completely, 100% in the moment. And they brilliant songwriters. And there's just not a bad song on it. It flows perfectly. It lays a mood and it just takes you on a journey like a good record should. Uh, best songs, probably the title track, Touch and Go, Don't Tell Me No. Um, yeah, Running to You and Up and Down. Well, those two. Really, honestly, the only song on here that sounds a little out of place is Down Boys. And that's because the riff is a little too upbeat. It's the car, so it works. Mm. Well, this is the worst album I could have started off with for my first no. car. For my first Cars album, yes, I own no. a best of Cars, and that's Gee, all I have. How can you not say "Touch and Go" is in a classic Cars track? I mean, that could have been on either Candio or the first album. "Touch and Go" was the only song that I liked on this album. That could have wow. been like the the hit, like the the how many how many um like videos did they have or singles did they have for this album? Uh, Touch and go, don't tell me no, and Panorama, I believe. Right. Yeah, well, Touch and Go is the only one that would work for me. Panorama, really? Panorama, you don't like don't tell me no. No, Panorama that had uh, potential. I wrote here it had potential, but the song just went nowhere, and basically, so did the rest of the album. I was just waiting for like good hooks and, and good choruses and things like that that are typical to Cars songs that you I know. And there's there's hooks just, all over the place. There's not like the other Cars songs. I can tell. I thought honestly, I thought this was like the last Cars album because it just sounded like they didn't give a shit what they were doing and just put something out just to get done. No, there is so much passion in the playing and Okasik and Benjamin Orr's vocals on this. Where? All, all I hear is the, the same, place. same uh, like beats and patterns on every single song. It's just I don't know. It bored the shit out of me, mm. and I was I was really upset, especially when Panorama started that first song. I'm like, all right, this is cool. I like it. But then when it went on for four more minutes, I was like, this is like five minutes too long. And it's only a five minute and forty second song. <sighs> well. With that particular song, I think they accomplished their goal. They made something cold and unaccessible, like people tried to call them, but it's still a great song. 
It was for a few minutes. But yeah, Touch and Go is uh, probably my favorite song of the whole thing. I mean, still I don't platinum in the top five. Yeah, I know. But still, not one hit on here. And I was really waiting for a hit to come on here, and it just wasn't there. Yeah, his favorite record's probably Heartbeat City. Probably, yeah. if I if I ever heard it. You've heard most of it. Yeah. Probably. That's once all the songs are on the radio. Like I said, I just got the, the best of, so that's all I, I know. And I was hoping I was going to find some more songs I would have liked. You know what my favorite car song is? What? My Best Friend's Girlfriend. No. Since You're Gone. It's mm. a good song. What album is that on? That is a good Shake, Shake it up. It up. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> That's the one that <laughs> followed this. So I, I like Shake It Up better than Panorama, to be honest. But that's just me. and most people do. But uh, I disagree. I can see, you know, it is a dark album, and I I usually do like darker albums, but this one, it's just. I don't know. It's just too boring. This is the most like the Cars the Cars ever sounded. Yeah. It's an honest album from the Cars. Well, I mean, so are the two previous. Well, Candy O's got a little bit of bullshit on it, but most follow-up albums do when you're coming on to something like that. But um, yeah. oddly enough, what's funny about that is the one song I really don't care for is a demo that got rejected from the first album. And most of the stuff they wrote on the road, like Let's Go and all that, and Candy O itself are really good songs. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I really hoped to have liked this album a lot more, but I didn't. So, what are we giving the police? Four. Four? What about you, Greg? How many stars are we doing now? Ten? We usually do ten, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well... I gotta remember because something else I read on a daily basis is five stars. I don't know why we started. Me, I don't but, know why we started with ten, yeah. but usually it's five stars. But we did ten. I don't know why. Anyway, the police um, seven and a half. Oh wow! Really? I did. Yeah, I gave, I gave it seven. So we were close. What about the cars? Ten. No Ten. question. Jesus fucking Christ. Eight. Eight. I gave it a three. So the cars wins regardless. As it should. <laughs> I don't think so. You know what it is? If if there was at least maybe two songs like on the on the police album, there was two songs that everybody knows. And that made the album better. If there was one or two songs I knew on the Police album, I mean on the Cars album, then I probably would have liked that one a little bit better. So what you're saying as a musician is you would prefer if they compromise their artistic integrity to be commercial? No, just write fucking good songs. Yeah, whatever, hypocrite. <laughs> write something catchy. Like I said, the only song that was catchy on there was uh, Touch and Go. And it took me I, a while I, I, to I even really like that song. Think, don't tell me no, you don't find that catchy. I mean, the chorus is great. It's catchy. It's haunting. That little synth riff is never mind. It's, yeah, I don't know. I gave it a lot of listens today too. Just really trying to get into it. Nothing. 
Uh, yeah, it's not everybody's thing. No. All right. Anything else for tonight? Nope. Jay shot. Oh my god. Nice. We need to see more of that. <laughs> not yours. Oh. <laughs> Maybe get some more women on the show. Well, we already got you. Oh! Good night. Oh! Good night. This is the final episode of Alpha First Album. Good night. <laughs> See ya. Adios. Bye. Bye.